Welcome, everybody, to the Nuggets of Gold podcast. I am here today with Aiden. Um, we're just going to give our quick thoughts on the Matthew Stafford deal. Aiden has class in about 20 minutes, so we're going to bust this one out real quick. We've all been pretty busy, um, me, Jake, and Aiden. So this was kind of a chaotic week, but we wanted to at least talk about Stafford a little bit. Um, my initial thoughts, just real quick, I think the Rams were very aggressive, and I think it's going to pay off for them. I thought that was a tremendous move for them. But Aiden, what were your thoughts just right when it happened? What did you think? Uh, first thought was, oh, shoot, we now have the worst quarterback in the division. But once I saw what, what they gave up, I mean, I think that they know that they overpaid a little bit. But as a Niner fan, if we had paid that, I would have been a little bit upset. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I actually, one of my friends here is a Rams fan, and I was I was talking to him, and they have, I think, five defensive starters scheduled to be free agents, and no picks, and really no cap space. So I think that they sacrificed a little bit of that league-best defense from, from last year uh, to go forward with a quarterback who, fingers crossed, they're they're hoping is finally going to be able to beat the Niners. Yeah, no, and, and Stafford is a really good player. I think a lot of people believe that he's just an average guy. Um, oh, he hasn't won that much. I, I believe he's 15 games under 500 for his career. Also, he has had, I think he's played in over 160 games. And in those 160 games, he's had hit a running back at 100 rushing yards 11 times. Never had an 1,000-yard rusher. Always had for the most part, had really bad defenses. I know that last year they were probably the worst in the league, them, and there was a couple other teams that could compete with that. But the Matt Patricia defenses were not good. Those were terrible. Um, And Stafford just hasn't really had a chance to succeed. I know that he really wanted to go to L.A., and you brought up, like, okay, the, the Rams had to give up a lot. There were offers that were more, though. I don't know if you saw, Aiden, but the Panthers offered a third, or, sorry, a the eighth overall pick. And I think Teddy, I'm guessing. I'm not really sure. But I think the eight overall pick in 2021 is more valuable than two firsts in the future. And I think those two firsts are going to be 2025 plus in the draft. So I don't know what your thought was. I thought that was a little bit crazy that they traded, that they passed up getting a top 10 pick. Just because we've seen how valuable anything in that first half of the draft is. It's similar to how the NBA is like, oh, you have a lottery pick. Oh, you don't have a lottery pick. It's almost worthless. It's not like that in the NFL, but there is a lot more value in that top half of the draft. So I was a little bit shocked that they didn't take the Panthers deal. However, it came out that they wanted to do right by Stafford and send him somewhere he wanted. And I don't really think he had an interest in playing in Carolina. And so the Rams were able to come in with a very competitive offer, two first rounders, and they got it done. But if you're the if you're the Lions, do you would you have rather got that eighth pick or would you rather get the two future ones? I think it's close. I value Goff over Teddy, even with that horrendous contract, which is why they had to give up that that extra first. But I think that they like Goff more than they like Teddy, which is a reason why they made that that Rams trade. Uh, and I think Teddy's a free agent after. He signed a really short-term deal. He he might be scheduled to hit the market soon. They 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 might have wanted um kind of a guy who's golf is a lot of things, but he's also serviceable. 
he's a, he's probably one of the best bridge quarterbacks there is. Uh, he's not a franchise guy. Um, but I love the the trade for the Lions. But they bring in a new coach. Uh, they get a quarterback who's okay. They don't have to go quarterback at, uh, I think they have pick seven. It'll be interesting to see what they do. And for the Niners specifically, we didn't want to give up 12. That was an important thing that I didn't want us to have to give up. And we didn't end up doing it. And apparently, we we never made an official offer. So I think we're we're fine rolling with with Jimmy in twenty twenty, I guess twenty twenty one, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, no, we'll definitely see how how the Forty ers quarterback room plays out. But I do think that it's one of those trades where makes sense for the Rams, makes sense for the Lions. But if you plug the 49ers into that Ram spot, it doesn't really make make that much sense for them. And I think a lot of people were pretty, I don't know, we're on board with that, where it's like, yeah, I'm happy the Niners didn't give this up. But at the same time, they're like, well, this is scary that the Rams got Stafford now. So it's like one of those where it, just like the Rams are on a, you know, they're trying to maximize having a guy like Jalen Ramsey, having a guy like Aaron Donald. Those guys, Jalen Ramsey's still pretty young, but like Donald's getting close to turning 30. I think he's 29 right now, I want to say. And so those guys have a few years of being super elite, like the super elite players that they are. So it makes sense for them to go, all right, we got to win now. Like you said, five defensive starters leaving. Okay, we got to pick it up on the offensive end because they weren't going to have money either way. That's just that's just how it is. Um, and maybe they bring a guy like John Johnson back that they like a lot. But also they've been hitting on their mid-round picks really well. I know last year they had a tremendous draft. They had a bunch of guys that turned into great players. With all this said, uh, I think Stafford is a really good player. I think I did a quarterback ranking. I think I had him at eight. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when you start adding, when you start bringing up guys, it's like, all right. And I had him in like that third tier of quarterbacks where it's, okay, he's the first guy in that next tier, kind of like leading him off. Um, I really think he's just a very underappreciated player because he hasn't had the stuff around him. And quarterbacks are judged so much on their win and loss record. And sometimes it's not really about that. Like, it, I don't, I don't, at least I don't think so. I know some people do. Um, and that's totally fair if it's like, all right, this guy just doesn't get it done. But I just think that Matthew Stafford has shown how talented he is. And now he has a chance to win. I think they are going to win. I think they're going to be really good. Now, let's wait and see how they work the free agent market, how they get their guys back. Cause it's always a big, like, all right, they have literally no one in the secondary or they have no linebackers and something like that where they have a glaring hole on their defense. But if they can maybe not even be the same defense that they were last year, but be close to that and have game plans where Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald are able to take over, and then on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, Cam Akers emerged in the second half of the year. He was balling. They have him. They have that strong run game just like the Niners do. Um, They have some great weapons there. And now they have a quarterback that's more than adequate. And so I just think that they're in a good spot. So Aiden. Right now, you got to take this is just on paper, by the way. The 49ers roster, the Rams roster, who would you take going into 2021? And I know this is before free agency, so it's a little bit weird, but who would you take right now? I don't think it's even a question, and I think it's the 49ers. I personally don't see Stafford as number eight in the league good. He's probably in like that 12 to 13 range. Um, I saw a graphic, and obviously, stats don't tell the, the whole story. But he's playing very similar to Kirk Cousins. And it's not like he hasn't had weapons. They have good receivers. I mean, they've, they, they have Calvin Johnson for 
seven, eight years. Uh, Golden Tate was a beast uh, for the Lions. Uh, they have those those two guys now, Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay, TJ Hawkinson. They have some weapons in terms of receiving. And Stafford, I think he's underappreciated, um, but I think he's kind of reaching this this cycle where everyone is saying he's so underappreciated that he's becoming overrated a little bit. I think everybody deep down knows what he is. I don't think he's I think he's an upgrade over Jimmy, but I don't think he's the the difference between the Rams beating the Niners. I think Shanahan has McVay's number. Like you said, that that defense is going to look very different next year. They just lost their their defensive coordinator. I think that they have a lot of question marks on defense. And as we saw, like the Niners had the number five defense last year, and there's a big difference between number one and number five. Um, and I think that that defense was a big reason why the Rams were as successful as they were this past year. And even though they improve at the quarterback position, which is the most important position on the field, I don't really see it anywhere else. I don't love Cam Akers. I think he's one of those guys. I think he's going to do like a Sonny Michelle kind of thing, where Sonny Michelle was absolutely balling on the way to the Patriots Super Bowl that year and has been awful since. I didn't. Uh, he was okay at, at FSU, Cam Akers was. Um, he was a really high-rated recruit, but never really panned out. But, I mean, they're going to do stuff by, by committee anyway. Uh, I think it'll be interesting, but... I probably should be more. I, I should be more worried about the Rams than I am. I would say that. <laughs> no, that's fair. And and you brought up the stuff about Stafford. And last year, actually, Stafford didn't have the best season. Played all sixteen games. Now he was battling injury a lot of the time. Also, didn't have Kenny Galladay for pretty much all of the year. Um, he threw for four thousand eighty-four yards, twenty-six touchdowns, ten picks. Not the best year. But the reason why. I don't know why I have so much faith in, in Stafford. If you go back to 2019, he played half the year. He had that like hip back injury. Or I forget what it exactly was. At the halfway point, he had 2,500 yards, 19 touchdowns, and five picks. So he was on pace to have 5,000 yards, 38 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. And like that's the difference of when he has good people around him. Like he's put up crazy numbers before. He's done that. But the thing that makes it tough in my mind is just like the winning. Because when he's won, because he has had a lot of good winning seasons. He had a four-year stretch where he had three or four years winning seasons and an 11 and a five-year in that, and the one year that it was a losing season, seven and nine. That was the Jim Caldwell days. That's when they had a better defense. That's when they were at least an okay roster all around. So that's kind of my reason why I think that the Rams, I, I think they are better on paper, by the way. I didn't really start out with that. But I do think that they're better on paper still. I don't think that really matters whatsoever. Like, we've seen this. Okay, the 49ers were probably the best team on paper going into 2019. You can have anyone drop, you can have a guy get hurt and it changes everything. You know, if the Rams have Aaron Donald get hurt, you know damn well they're not better than on the paper than the Niners. And they're not better on paper than a lot of other teams because that guy is so good. Um, and I'm not hoping that Aaron Donald gets hurt. He's a, he's a fun guy to watch. But the NFL is so volatile that being better on paper doesn't mean that much. Um, but one thing I'll give credit to the Rams, not just having a strong roster, is I think they've they've been able to build strong coaching staffs. Uh, Les Snead has done some questionable things for sure, but, I mean, they consistently have solid production on the field. Sean McVay, how many Sean McVay assistants have been hired since his first year as a coach? It seems like every year three guys leave. 
And I think that's how many, it was either two or three this year that left. Like just so many dudes are leaving, getting elevated to higher positions on different teams that they're building something special there. Um, I think that the McVeigh, Kyle Shanahan, I guess little rivalry they have, even though Kyle's seven and one against him. I think that if that turns into something, that'll be really fun. Um, I do think it hurts the Niners a little bit, just having a stronger team, their division, you know, same thing when the Cardinals traded for DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray looked really legit still at the same time, iron sharpens iron. And so if you have a strong division and you have really talented teams, you emerge that out of that division as the, the number one team in that division. Um, and maybe the number one seed, like that can be something where they've played against strong talent all year long. So I, I still think it's like, I don't think it's like, all right, time to panic. If you're a Niners fan, not at all. Um, but I do think that the, the Rams, I think they won this trade, I guess. I, I think both. I think it makes sense for both teams. I don't really know if I'd say that they won. I'd say it, it makes sense for both of these teams. It's on both their timelines. Detroit's trying to build a culture there. Um, so you bring in a guy like Goff to just be solid. You get these draft picks. You Hopefully you hit on them. And then time by the time Goff's contract ends, it's like, all right, we got a guy. Or maybe the year before his contract ends, they get a guy. They, you know, they have their young quarterback of the future, and hopefully they have a solid roster around them. For the Rams, they're trying to win it now. So are the 49ers. So are the Seahawks. I don't know if the Cardinals are quite there yet, but there's three teams in this division that think that they have a chance to make a Super Bowl run, and I and I think they all do. Um, and I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked. But Aiden, anything else you want to add before we uh, take off out here? Just to finish it, uh, I want to bring up something that George Kittle said on first take yesterday. He made a really good point uh, about how all these teams are taking swings to try to match the Niners. The Seahawks traded for Jamal Adams. The Cardinals traded for DeAndre Hopkins. And the Rams have made a couple different trades. I think that that just really shows how the people in the division view the Niners. Uh, They saw us run through them the last time that we were healthy. And to be completely honest, I don't see any of those teams posing as a real threat for the next five to 10 years. Um, I think that the Seahawks are on the way down. Uh, The Cardinals need to fire a clip and the Rams, I guess we'll see. But I think Kittle made a really good point about the Niners are in the driver's seat and Maybe one of these big swings will will work, but we've already seen the Jets over um, really just leverage um, the the Niners to make the Seahawks overpay. That that Hopkins trade was was absolutely awful for the Texans. Um, I think that's pretty obvious. I mean, I I think that that's something really important to remember. And if Matt's going to take the the pessimistic point of view, <laughs> I'll take the 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 optimistic one and say. In the words of Conor McGregor, we do run this shit. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's I think that's pretty much it here today. Um, but I want to say we're going to start changing up our schedule. We're going to be posting two times a week on podcasts. I'm going to have either Aiden or Jake or both of them on, and that'll get posted Monday night, maybe once in a while Tuesday morning. And then I'll also bring on a guest, hopefully every week, on Thursday. So we'll be posting two times, Monday night, Thursday night, and then also, if you haven't checked out our YouTube, Nuggets of Gold, it says, I think it's Nuggets of Gold, colon, a 49ers podcast. Check that out. Uh, we should have two videos up there after this podcast is uploaded. So thanks for coming on, Aiden. Um, good luck in your class, man. And uh, go 49ers.
Um, and, and hopefully we go get Watson also. We didn't talk about that today, but I still think that's that's the best move we could ever make. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll talk to you guys soon.